Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. From days long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. The dream that came through a million years, that lived on through all the tears. It came here, the Fandom Nexus. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to our host as he plugged in his microphone. I have a podcast! Here he is, your Spider-Pan, Jeremy. Yes, it is No Shave November. <laughs> yes, yeah, we kind of uh, missed a few weeks. We didn't get to do a Halloween type of show, but that's okay. Uh, but and we're you know we're a couple weeks behind where I wanted to be, but it's November, mm-hmm. and I'm here. I am your Spider Pan, Jeremy. I am here at back again. I'm sure you missed us. We've been promising you a lot of different things, and finally, I am delivering on some promises today of what I said we were going to do, even if we're a little late and behind the eight ball or behind schedule on some. Well, yeah, behind the eight ball is not thrown. We're behind schedule. But speaking of the we, why am I saying we? Because Lost Boy Philip is here sitting across the table from me. And I've already failed. I already shaved this morning, technically last night. You forgot, huh? No, I didn't forget. I'm I'm trying to be well shaved now. You're being a pastor. Yeah, I'm I'm a pastor, and so i got to do my best. I can get away with it. I kind of work behind the scenes in my job. That's right. Uh, Well, in reality, up until last week, I was, uh, you know, I had a beard, but... After yep. I got done with the, uh, well, the outfit I wore last week, I, I was dressed a little bit uh, Mr. T-ish. Well, and there so, you go. So you and, needed the beard for that. And then I shaved so. to be He-Man Indeed. Uh, a, a, on Halloween. And then after that, I thought, no, I'm going to be pretty clean yeah. throughout this well, season. Before my music ends, I need to preview the show. Sure, That's what ahead. the music Hurry means. Up, <laughs> we are going to talk about some Black Adam today, a little bit late. Uh, we're, we got our review of that. We're going to also talk about some of the history of Black Adam. But, you know, I got a, well, actually three movies I'm going to review because my wife was wandering around the house here. Uh, but we watched, well I, well, I watched Weird, the Al Yankovic story on the Roku that. channel. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about that film, what I thought about it. Did you get a chance to watch it? Not yet. All right. Well, I, I guess I'll talk about it, too. That's yet. fine. And then uh, Heather wanted to watch some movie called Luck, which is uh, Apple. I th- yeah, I think it's Apple uh, on their Apple Prime or whatever. Not, no, I don't know Prime. What is Apple's TV thing? It's just Apple TV, Apple isn't it? Apple Plus. Yeah, well, probably, yeah, Apple Plus. All but right, she we'll watched Luck, and uh, I figured, well, she can share what she thought about that movie, Luck, which I saw part of it, and it is cute. No, it's Apple TV, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah it's, it's <laughs> Apple TV. Everything is a plus right now, though. Plus TV, plus. whatever it is. I mean, heck, I now have ESPN Plus because I wanted to bundle. I was trying to save some money because we, we, we purchased the three-year deal mm. with Disney Plus. And now we're having to do like the monthly subscription. And I thought, well, okay, I'm going to go ahead and just get the Hulu back on and get an ESPN Plus thrown in, which ESPN Plus ain't nothing on there I want to watch, to tell you the truth. If you all know something worth watching on ESPN Plus, please let me know. I'm not a huge sports junkie. I just watch my football. I, I just mainly watch the Chiefs. And if I could watch the games live on ESPN for uh, certain things, you know, if I needed it to watch a game, I thought that would be useful. But generally, I can find it on Paramount Plus or on on our TV. We're... we're Digital satellite, well, not satellite, digital, uh, in, you know, antenna. 
right now. Uh, we pulled the plug a few years ago. And so sometimes if the game's at, 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 like during the day, the sun kind of interferes with it, and so mm-hmm. I lose signal. But downstairs, sometimes I get a better signal than I do up here in the living room. Now, tonight, we got a 7 o'clock game with the Titans. I'm hoping I'm, everything's going to look good. So I want to try to watch the game. But, you know, I've, I can stream the Chiefs on uh, some of our streaming services if it's on, like, a CBS or whatever. But this will see. When it's Sunday Night Football, that's Fox, isn't it? I think. Go Chiefs is all I can say. Yeah, go Chiefs. So I'll probably be watching it on regular and uh antenna television so but yes it is as we mentioned before no shave november and i uh the funny part is i forgot to trim down my sideburns before <laughs> so uh and i actually had a few days head start because i normally i don't shave that often because i'm you know I'm, I'm behind the scenes nobody sees me i'll shave like maybe once maybe twice a week and uh i i didn't i hadn't shaved a few days before halloween and normally what i would do is i would shave on halloween and i would trim down maybe even shave off the sideburns so it all comes out even so right now i have this very uneven um, more slightly more than a week long stubble going on with my sideburns, and I I can't trim the sideburns because that would be shaving. So well, but this is how I grow my winter beard to keep my face warm, and I'll I'll shape it here for the first day of first weekend of December. I'll get a chance. To, I'll kind of trim it around here, and I might do the Amish thing like I've done, or my Lincoln beard. If you're wondering what he looks a weird like, mustache. if you've ever seen a werewolf movie, well, well, Werewolf by Night, which you know. <laughs> We're a little late to be able to talk about that, but did you get a chance to see that? I have not. I've was, heard it was fun. It was entertaining. Uh, and Man Man Thing showed up. Oh, they now called I him Ted. And I don't know why he's called Ted. I, I don't know much about Man Thing, yeah. but I recognized him. I was like, "Hey, cool!" So he's basically Marvel's answer to Swamp Thing. Uh, but well, that, there's a story behind that. Well, the two creators of Swamp Thing and Man came over Thing to Marvel, were, didn't they? Well, no, 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 <laughs> no. They had a bet, and they both made the same. Uh, creatures, or if you want to call them that, at the exact same time, they took the same basic idea, and <laughs> one made Man Thing, one made Swamp Thing. From Man Thing, we get Howard and the they, Duck. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, speaking about that's you know, talking about what we've been watching. That's kind of been one of the things that over the past month that we was watching. Uh, but also, I got to mention what I'm drinking because I am violating, <laughs> I, and I don't care who cares. <laughs> I I have my eggnog well, I, and I mix I do a little bit of eggnog and I put it with milk because I'm diabetic so I'm trying to keep down some of the sugar content I've broken into the eggnog and I broke into it early milk nog we call that <laughs> well but the, but there's actually a product called milk nog you yes, can sir. get that is kind of a it's a thinner mm-hmm. uh, thing kind and I'm half and half. I'm not so much trying to thin out the thickness of eggnog as just reduce the, you know get a full glass without having as much sugar as I would if I had a full glass of eggnog here. sure so but yeah so uh, we got an apple cider in the fridge and eggnog in the fridge at the same time brother. You're you're breaking all the rules. I'm huh? breaking the rules. The <laughs> Halloween decorations are down, and I'm tempted to put up some Christmas decorations. Heather has already given me the dirty look and says I better not. But I told her, says you give me that dirty look, it's gonna make me want to do it. Respect, respect her, man. Respect it. But yeah, she knows I love her. But you tell me not to do something, that's what I'm gonna Come be. Come <laughs> on now. Come on. I got that little rebellious streak in me. Come on. Now. I see it was you. You tell me not to do something, that makes me want to do it. Uh, so uh, we don't have any decorations out, but. On the first day of November, I took off my Halloween songs from my flash drive, but I put all my Christmas songs on it, and a partridge, I'm listening at work. You know, you could do. You could com- <laughs> You could watch some Nightmare Before Christmas, because that yeah. is a combination. Of you the can two. watch it October, November, December, brother. There you That's go. That's right, brother. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't know why I'm Hulk Hogan all over the place, but I am. Well, let me tell you something, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and Heather's getting tempted. We were listening, because, uh, you know, she's when you're riding the car with me. I've already got my flash drive plugged into the radio, and... Um, the Snow song, where Rosemary Clooney singing Snow from White Christmas, mm-hmm. came in there and she says, that kind of makes me want to watch that movie. And I, I love says, that movie. Oh, no, don't you be too early. She's like, I didn't say where I was going to. I said it makes me want now, to. i got to tell you something so. about White Christmas. One thing I love about that movie, and this is the truth, that movie 
although it is called White Christmas, it's not really that Christmassy. I mean, you think about it. It's it talks about Christmas, but it's for more the most of a part, movie. It, yeah, it's more. I mean, yeah. you think about it. There's not much about Christmas. It's mostly just about these pals that go over there and they're. They're singing from from they go from the army they go in it's yeah. but really it's not that much to do with well, Christmas. They, they kind of throw a Christmas party for the general though. I mean it's that's well, on it's, Christmas Eve that that party that's takes place. When it so. is and, and that's when the white Christmas comes out. Yeah, but for the most part yeah. it's, it's all about because we love him. We love oh, him. Yeah, especially when he keeps us on the ball. It's a great movie, yeah. but it's really about doing unto others and trying to help others out. And that's a good Christmas message. That anyway. is, it is. See, it's really a wonderful, so wonderful it's, program. It's good Christmas. It's a good show. It's a it good really show. is. It's a good Christmas movie. Or in Berlin. I mean, Heck yeah. yeah he's great. Heck yeah. And that song came from another one of his great movies, which is Holiday, uh, Holiday Inn. Inn. I still have to see that movie. Oh, I got it. I need to watch it's it. It's a great one. <laughs> we got to watch it. I guess it's something you can watch at Christmas, even though Christmas is only one part of it, because yeah. I guess it goes uh, around. Well, that's a whole calendar year, yeah. really. Yeah. That's well, a, I guess Meet Me in St. Louis is the same mm-hmm. way. A whole yeah. calendar year. Great, great movie. Which ain't, Heather's seen the Meet Me in see, St. Louis. See, now that's one thing I suggest to all of you listening. I suggest right now, while you're still kind of in that cheating tone where you can watch... You <laughs> can watch well, I call it that because this is the time to watch uh, real cheesy Hallmark films and stuff. Because, <laughs> I ain't watching Hallmark, but... Well, <laughs> watch the cheesy Hallmark movies because, you know, you've got so many good Christmas shows to watch. You might as well watch the, let's be honest, cruddy ones, the Hallmark <laughs> and stuff. And if you like Hallmark movies, I'm sorry if I yeah. just... Well, treat. you go and enjoy them anyway. Yeah, go care. ahead. They're, you you they're, have fun. I, I, you know, they're not all Hallmark. A lot of them are from other companies. You yeah. know, let's say the yeah. Life, Life Channel ones. Lifetime we, Channel. We, we call them the, the, uh, the cheesy fun... Because they are cheesy yeah. fun. Cheesy fun movies. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it because most movies I like are cheesy fun too. For instance, Christmas yeah. Story. Cheesy fun. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to get into that later, yes, which we, we will. will. <laughs> uh, but that actually reminds me of something I saw fun on Instagram because uh, I follow Candace Cameron Burr on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, had a, she had a video on there where um, Andrea... I forgot her last name, the actress. Who, Kimmy Gibbler, basically. Yes, yes, yes. Kimmy Gibbler was up there kind of doing a dance to Christmas That's music fun. and had a thing, welcome the queen of Hallmark Christmas movies. And Candace Cameron <laughs> coming in wearing a big old fancy dress. Like, like it's it's time for me on Hallmark Channel. So it was it was hilarious. It was funny. I'm glad that they had that kind of stuff for people. My mom, she watches Hallmark Christmassy type films, you know, this time of year because she says, I got so many movies to watch at Christmas that I try to get rid of all, not rid, she goes, try to go get through, through all, all of these, these other, what she calls cheesy films now <laughs> so I can get through all the other ones later. Watch the good ones later. Yeah. yeah. Normally what I do, and I haven't pulled them out yet, I'll probably wait for December, but I love to, I've got a collection of old uh, Christmas radio shows that mm, I collected from yeah. the library. I just love them, love them, so love my them. Suggestion I listen is, to the same ones every year. My suggestion is go through the movies like we just mentioned a while ago, the, the Holiday Inn, which isn't technically Christmas, go through ones like that, the, the ones you said were like a calendar More thing. More of a wintry. And, and the, the uh, Meet Me in St. Louis. Watch those now, and you'll enjoy them. Yeah. They're the real and you, good. Because you can work through It's a Wonderful Life a little early, too, because it doesn't get to Christmas till Boy, like that, like is that last my, half hour that or so. Movie, you, know. you know how much I adore that film. That is a good one. <laughs> that is it. a good one. I love that movie. And then, of course, you got to watch... You know, I could watch the... the um, a classic of uh, Miracle on 34th Street. And then oh. I can watch the Richard Attenborough. Is oh, that, yeah. Am I getting the right guy? Yeah. Yeah, Richard. I can watch that one too. But I don't, I, I've i actually recently, uh, thanks to my in laws, my in laws are pretty awesome. I'm, I'm sure my wife is going to agree with me on that one. But uh, <laughs> yeah, she's wandering around the kitchen with the kitties, cats. But uh, they uh, they were trying to kind of clean up uh, their home and get rid of some extra stuff. They gave us basically all kinds of Disney movies. They were oh, like good. jeweled cases, the ones that collectors go after. Oh, after. yeah. And I've found, I, I, I was trying to clean up even my stuff and I've been putting stuff away, but I forgot I have a VHS of that uh, that of uh, America on 34th Street with Richard Attenborough. Oh, that's good. Which one. I didn't think I had a copy of it, but there it is. So I think I'm going to pull out that VHS tape and watch that. That's a, that I, I love that one. That is a good one. 
And I even like it's because it's a, instead of just simply uh, like the post office mm. delivering letters in there. So, well, they, the post office calls it. I like better that they did. Me too. A hey, on the money says in God we trust. Well, if that. the government can put their trust in God, we can certainly put our trust that Santa Claus can be real. So, yeah. I love that. Yes. There's, there's a lot great actors in it. Yeah. It's, it's a really great film. I love yes, it. indeedy. And and what's her name? Um, uh, I'm going to say her name is Elizabeth something. Yeah. She's uh, she's a cutie. Yeah, Elizabeth Perkins. Well, we're talking about Wilma Flintstone the same year. Yeah, Wilma Flintstone. Yes. And that same for some reason in her and Big. Yeah, and uh that same year that that came out, the the guy who plays her love interest yes. in there, he was the villain on Cowboy Way, which I enjoyed, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think I've seen the movie once. Yeah, oh yeah. But I think I he was famous for playing uh, even a lawyer, I think yeah, on some he television, did on show. television show. Yeah. He's been on a lot of things. He's yeah. a really great actor. I love him. Well, that covers a lot of what we've been watching, but now... Mm, I haven't watched any of that yet. <laughs> I, well, but, you know, we're, ta- we're talking about watching some stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the next thing, of course, we do in our host chatter is, what have you been playing? And I've been wanting to talk about this for a long time now. It's been kind of funny here, too. Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed has launched digitally. Uh, I think a physical copy is coming. They're working on a lot of collector's editions, uh, which I can't afford right now. I'm trying to save some money of my fun money right now, but... It came out digitally, so I picked it up. And this is, you know, when a movie, a movie, a game first comes out and it's full of glitches. Oh yeah. Oh wow, dude. There's a lot of them on there. Uh, mainly the the music keeps kind of going, and it's <laughs> what's fun is the music uh, it has that um, style of the original film, where it's that dun, almost dun, dun, dun. that New York jazzy kind of dun, style. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> And then when you walk into certain areas of the firehouse, oh, like the library, you get the you know the theremin and stuff. But the instrumentation is just like the original films. And what's cool is like the firehouse. You go through the alleyway, and there's Ray's Colt books. Oh, and Dan Aykroyd in there. And uh, I've already the story you can get through pretty easily because really you're just playing. They just tell you go play the game. You don't have to play story missions or anything. You just go play the game, and we'll tell you when it's time. When you've leveled up, we'll tell you that there's another narrative to go watch a scene of the story that's going on. Which I won't spoil the story that that, that you can wipe it out by the time you're like level five or ten or something because you level up and, and stuff. And as you level up, you get to. Yeah, your gear levels up on how much you use it, so you can fine tune your gear, your PKE meter, your trap, your your proton pack, and your your neutrino wand. Each individually can be upgraded to, uh, you know, d- 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 how much heat you have before you overheat. Oh, neat. Uh, also, I've got right now my my trap. Right now, it burns its battery out because it's got a battery in it when you're when you've got it open. And it would, if it runs out of charge, you know you have to put and hook it back to your pack, and it'll recharge it for you. Now because but, of you, I got that song stuck in my head. Now imagine it with. Have they got that fixed yet? No. Oh, and they've done some upgrades. But there's more funny stuff with that too. But the 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 it's like you you can gain things and add things to your your trap like for example but you there's a law so you know that i've got the where it doesn't have a very long lasting battery but it's widened and created a stronger suction so it's huh. easier to trap the ghost because you don't necessarily have to um t- or they call it tethering in this one it was a it was a capture stream in the, in the 2009 game but they call it tether when you've actually got got your, your oh, yeah, stream yeah. around the ghost uh if you drop that trap right underneath that ghost you know, you can stuck them right down. Oh, really? Now, so, what was the thing you was telling me about? Uh, you had been telling me a little bit about this game. He has mm-hmm. a few times on the phone and all. You said that they, you have it. It wasn't called a trap. It was a 
like different places that you come out. Oh, like, okay, that's a different. See, when playing as a Ghostbuster, of course, you have the typical Ghostbuster gear. Uh, you even can customize your look, and the more you level up, you get to do more oh, customization. You can make your suit look like the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Oh, that's fun. Oh, you're talking like cool. you can be blue or the that's yes. cool. You can do the colors, the brown, the, the lots yeah. of colors. You you know even different colors. Oh, that's neat. you can do a lot of really neat stuff. You really you could almost look one of the old action figures. They would come out in black or whatever. You know that's cool. You can do a lot of fun stuff with your look. Uh, but part of the fun and raise a cult bookstore. And one part of the story, he gets excited. He gets an original copy of Tobin's Spirit Guide. Oh, <laughs> he says I've been after this for years. This is a great. Now, what you don't know. And he says, yeah, take a look at that. When you open the book, you're transported into the ghost world. Ray doesn't seem to realize this has happened. And Tobin is speaking to you. He's like, you shouldn't be here. You're not a real ghost, are you? <laughs> That's okay. We can have some fun anyway. And you've got different types of ghosts you can be. You start out, you get to be... Uh, Basically, a Slimer type. It's a, they call it like an ectoplasm something rather. They have they have fancy names oh, for the different sure, types yeah. of ghosts. But you have four types of each of these like five different ghosts. So there's like twenty ghosts available, and so it has a different look. The first one you get has got eyeballs all over his head, and his name is Blinky. <laughs> so after you get up to level twenty, um, within because each ghost type you have to level up by playing as that ghost type, kind of like your equipment. Each sure. the more you use that equipment, that piece of equipment levels up. So you up. get that up to level twenty, and you get to play as Slimer. Oh, cool. Uh, but yeah. each ghost has different powers. But playing as a ghost is actually a heck of a lot of fun, even though it's four on one. Yeah. And that can be a problematic online. No, no, I mainly played with bots playing by myself. You get to go but, spook um, anybody like the characters? Yes. Mean? Oh, that's fun. Well, not like there's not characters, but there's civilians running around that's the place. That's what I mean. And you can spook them. You can scare them. You can you do things. So you're trying to build the amount of haunt in the location. And so as you pass by stuff, you have a little bit of ecto power and you can haunt or possess objects. And when you haunt an object, it might float around the room or whatever. Or you can possess the object and you can move around as that. Or you can just hide, which works on the bots because the bots are not very smart. But it doesn't work when you're playing online with a live player. They'll have their PKE meter and say, I think you're in this object and they'll they'll get you. Oh man, that doesn't so, sound as much fun. But oh, it but it's, it's a lot of fun no. to play as a ghost. But you have a rift. Like That's you start with three different rifts. Now, um, what was the, rift the ghost? Again? A rift is like it's well, it's as, as you'd expect a rift to be. It's like an opening in in, in between the ghost world and our world. Basically, it's a, a it's like a tear. Yeah. You know, um, space time continuum or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's not really space time. It is into a whole other world. Oh, the ghost world. Is yeah. a portal into the world of the dead. It's a rift. It's yeah. like a tear between the worlds. And that's how the ghosts get in. Uh, but so you use these to, as your like command post back on the old Battlefront games, this is where you'll spawn as a ghost. Now, what's neat is every time you, if you are trapped, you will spawn out of one of your ever the rifts, but that rift is now gone. And the Ghostbusters are trying to find the rifts. And they can try to destroy the rifts. As the ghost, you can pick up the rifts and try to hide it in different objects and try to get it away. That starts out, it's always in a creepy artifact. I've even seen one time, it looked like it was in the Necronomicon book. I found a rift in one. That's what I was going to say. It would be great if you get the Evil Dead stuff involved. Yeah, with it, it, it's blast. just like weird books, weird statues that they'll typically come from. But you can take it out of there and I can hide it in a ordinary looking box up on a shelf hidden somewhere. You know, I can hide it from you. Uh, but I've uh, I've had some fun. I've done a bit of online play. I've gotten to chat with some people. You can see all this, by the way, at the Neverland official gaming channel. You can see the very first time that I play, I live streamed, uh, which is a lot of watching me trying to customize and trying to make a character look like me. Uh, but you can go and watch this. But I'm having oodles of fun with it. Uh, it's It's got a lot of bugs to work out. One of the things I thought was hilarious, because uh, it came out like a week before Halloween, or you know, pretty close to that time. But... Within that week, suddenly the firehouse was decorated for Halloween. Oh, that's fun. 
But the day of Halloween, I played it. The decorations were gone. Huh. I came back on November 1st. The decorations were back. And then right now, as far as I know, the decorations are still in the firehouse. Like, can we decorate for Thanksgiving now? I wish <laughs> but, they could decorate for Christmas. What, and I bet they might. They'll probably do just a generic holiday thing. You know, they won't call it Christmas. Sure. So they might even fit a Kwanzaa thing in holiday, there and all kinds knows? of stuff. Who knows? But what was fun for around the Halloween time, when they released all the Halloween stuff, they had masks you could put on. Oh, neat. So they had like a skeleton skull head, or I was wearing a pumpkin head. And they had like a Frankenstein's monster head and stuff like that. Uh, that you could wear on your Ghostbusters. I was that pumpkin character. What was the name? Jack? Was that uh, Jack? Well, yeah, it was Jack something that they yeah. did. Uh, and the real Ghostbusters, and he Jack was like the, the king of Jack. Halloween. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah, he had a big giant pumpkin head. Yeah. And yeah, he was an ongoing villain. I liked him. Yeah, they even had neat. toys of him later on whenever mm-hmm. they were doing those uh, those figures that are kind of like um, oh, Meg- Mego figures, but you know they're made like that. Yeah. Yeah, Mego figures are made. Now, some of the funny, weird glitches that I've come across, though, I've had when playing online... I it'll it'll spawn me in. We'll start the game. I'm playing. I was playing as a ghost part this time. My screen is black except for like the HUD elements that shows me. Uh, you know, like I can see where my PKE meter might be pointing if it's pointing it at all, but I can't see the PKE meter, and I can see all my HUD things that you would expect in a game, but I couldn't see the game itself, and that happened a, a, a few, quite a few times to me. They may have fixed that by now because I know there has been an update since then. Uh, I even had at one point this kind of cracked me up, and you can see it also by very first live stream of that. I'm wandering around exploring the firehouse, and the toaster is sitting on a pool table as you would expect it to be, and I wanted to walk over and watch it dance. And as I stepped towards it, it vanished. Oh, wasn't supposed to. But you get like the wrong thing, and it like boop boop. It's popping up and down. It's like it's glitching out of existence, you, and it wasn't supposed to. You know what I wanted to see so bad, and I was kind of hoping that they would do this in one of the films. I would love to see a Twinkie <laughs> do something. You know, that would be a blast in a game. Oh, brother, dude. Did they do this? Okay, because on, on the side of the firehouse, you can see a, a Stay Puft Marshmallow signs that's actually been repainted, vandalized to say Stay Burnt. Uh-huh. But you go upstairs, and, I, and I've taken a picture. I think I shared it on Facebook, and I might have shared it on my Instagram, I think. I don't know. I don't think I put it on my TikTok yet. But I found, of course, there's a bag of Stay Puft Marshmallows cool. up on the counter. Stay Puft. And I looked over next to it. Now, they can't call it a, t- a Twinkie. No. But it was like a cream-filled vanilla cake box <laughs> sitting on the counter. I was like, yes! That's right. It's right out of the yeah. Oh, it made me so happy to see yeah. the Twinkies. So, yes. Uh, the other glitchy thing that I want to mention before we get past it, or, well, dang it. You, just, you distracted me. Oh, I'm sorry. Because uh, I had to talk about that Twinkie. That was a big Twinkie. That's a big Twinkie. That's a big. But there's a lot. Oh, that's right. Now I remember what I was. There's a lot of little references to to the movies uh, in the firehouse. But what's fun is they decided to have a little collecting thing for you that you can collect things while you're out. You know, on on missions, you can collect spores, moles, and fungus. I love it. And you, you you get a collection that's up on a shelf in the firehouse, and you can see what your collection looks like. You say, is this true? Yes, this man has no Twinkie. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but I'm hoping as they expand, because they've been talking about they're going to have expansions of ghosts, new areas, cool. uh, new places to be haunted. And I'm hoping some new story things will happen. I'd love to see Walter Peck come in there sometime, oh, just for Peck. fun. He's great. So. I'd love to see the Statue of Liberty come Oh, around. goodness. That would be a blast. Have it come and peek in through the windows outside or something. Oh, oh man, there's so much fun they can have. You can and have so much fun. What's neat is there's sometimes your collectible items inside an area. It will be a newspaper clipping inside a thing, like and the newspaper clippings will put together a story of why that location has become haunted. Uh-huh. And one of them tells a story like there's a museum you go to, a natural history museum, and you slowly read the story of a new curator who wanted to do a uh, an occult section. 
Uh-huh. And he was apparently maybe performing occult rituals somewhere when nobody was looking. And now the museum is haunted. What about the Titanic? <laughs> well, there is a boat. Better late than ever, man. Yeah. <laughs> there is a big boat, fancy boat that's on there, but they were having a ghost convention on this boat. <laughs> and, and it's like, well, what did you think was going to happen? You know, I'd love to see stuff like a, the Twilight Zone type of thing. Remember, oh. you. I would love if they had a game. That of the would, Twilight Zone. That would be great if you could do that kind of stuff. Man, Twilight Zone is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. I've been watching I'm watching some of that, but I've also been watching some of the old... you remember the Amazing Stories? I remember. I don't remember that I watched a lot of it. They, they had, uh, I just remember John Williams did the theme Oh, he did. They Spielberg got a show. new Amazing Story. It's not as good because it's, it's on the new... It's on the... Uh, we were talking about Apple... Uh, pl- uh, Apple, Apple, Apple TV. TV. They're not as good in my opinion, but they are good. And uh, there's some that are better than others. But they do have some interesting stories on there. And one of them that I enjoyed was these people found uh, in one of them like a ring. And this ring is it's supposed to be one that they found in an old... Was it one ring to rule them it's, all? <laughs> it's supposed to be a ring that they, they found in an old ad. This is an old man. He's gone now, the actor. can't think of his name right now. Uh, I'm sure I'll think of it later. But he's an old actor who I really, really loved from the old TV shows and movies. And um, he's supposed to be old and, and he's showing his grandson these old comic books... And in the old comic books, there's ads for send in for an old ring, and he said he never got oh. one that came in. The ring shows up, and on the ring, at one point it says it show, he'll give you strength, and suddenly he starts getting strength. Oh, and then, and then <laughs> one he he could he can go super fast, and he starts going super fast. It would then, be funny if he got one, X-ray uh, the X-ray specs, and he really had X-ray vision. But once he starts, he, 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 anyway, I won't get into all of it. Yeah. But one of his strength, one is going fast, one is flying, and anyway, oh. it's just a great, great show. Oh, it, goodness, that, that would be fun. Great. I'll that have to think of later. Tell you about, but. I haven't been able to play any games, but I, I will tell you one I'm wanting to get really bad, and that's the new Call of Duty just came out. I oh, want yeah, the Modern bad. Warfare, yeah. which I thought would be, you know, what's the, the, the two things of that? Is this Modern Warfare 11? But no, it's Modern Warfare, Warfare 2. They're they're continuing to remake the, you know, and fix yeah. that Modern Warfare. I'm wanting to get it. Which there has been some stuff with, I did see some stuff with Resident Evil 4 with its uh, remake coming very soon of how the nephews are deep into that stuff, and I, t- mm-hmm. I said, maybe we can figure out something. <laughs> yeah. So some Modern Warfare. Yeah, I, I haven't really been that too concerned with, no. I don't play a lot of Call of Duty. Most of mine is the World War II. Yes, but for the sake of my nephews, well, that and also that '80s one, which oh yeah, I never played the story. I played it with you because we yeah. had fun playing in a mall because it was, had an arcade in there. We would defend the arcade. Oh. That was a blast. But for the sake and of and now them, you've I'll given me your it. copy of that, and yeah. I didn't have a PS5 to play it on yet. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm working on it. <laughs> but uh, I need to keep the show moving, and we were already 25 minutes into this, and uh, we need to go to the trailer park. Wait a minute, that's not the trailer park, is it? No, Mama. <laughs> Mama. The Neverland Trailer Park. It wouldn't be this show if it wasn't for, you know me hitting the wrong button. I mean, well, true. Yeah, although a lot You're of times I buttons, have son. I have edited it out sometimes when I hit that wrong button. But you know, it's 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 part of the charm. But anyways, the first thing I have here. Uh, something I didn't know was coming, and I can't remember. I should have watched again to make sure if they had some uh, licensed music that I need to be careful about. But uh, Marvel Studios had a special Halloween program, and now they're going to have a special Christmas program. And it's taking a long time to load up. Sorry. I just saw on the calendar that right now on Earth, it's almost Christmas time. We don't have time for trivialities like Christmas. But Peter's so sad about Gamora being gone. Maybe if we go to Earth for a really wonderful Christmas gift, it would make him happy. 
will never forget. What about someone special? We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. I just said that, Drax. If your voice is small and mousy, I think maybe he didn't hear you. You're coming with us as a Christmas present. November 25th, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Uh, and the description here says this holiday season is going to be out of this world. And as you can hear... I heard they were going to be making Mantis, holiday special. Dragon's and Mantis are going to try to go and kidnap Kevin Bacon. That's awesome. Starler was talking about the greatest of all time, Kevin Bacon. That's awesome. I and love Kevin really Bacon. really got Kevin Bacon in there to be... To be Kevin Bacon. I love this. I want to watch this so yeah, Absolutely. Bad. This Kevin Bacon? That's great. <laughs> I am so excited. I have a kitty cat running around my feet. Well, this is a, a good time of year. After all, it's it's Thanksgiving time, and, and I've been talking an awful lot about my favorite Thanksgiving movie, which is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, <laughs> and Kevin Bacon's in it. He is. Uh, yeah, so I remember. I haven't watched the whole thing. Because across the street, from, in the very beginning of the movie, Steve Martin goes out to try to get a taxi, but John Candy takes it. And why? Because across the street, well, it's not the reason why, but he's trying to race to get to a taxi. And it's the very taxi that Kevin Bacon across the street is trying to get to. Oh, goodness. So, and so that's Kevin so Bacon. I don't think I've, I've, when I've tried to watch, I think I've picked up mainly somewhere around the airport. First, trying to get out, and he gets stuck with him on the airplane. I think mm-hmm. it's like I thought that was the first time you met him, but no, no, because yeah, uh, well, there's a long that was right before that. Kevin Bacon, okay, well, let's both. I'm gonna this, yeah. this should be the year I should dig him watch that. Movie. Oh man, you know, I got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, that's a great, great film. But yeah, Kevin Bacon was he's making a movie, she's having my baby, he was making that movie with uh, uh, the great John Hughes, and uh, so then he went and he wrote, um. Planes, trains, and automobiles in one weekend. He wrote the whole thing out, sitting in a hotel. And uh, if you ever seen, never seen planes, trains, and automobiles, now there are there is language in all. Yeah, and I th- did it receive an R for all some of the bits in there? Ah, uh, I think, but I could be wrong. So, but that we being can't said, give it the full endorsement because of that. But but, yeah. but <laughs> it is a hilarious film, and it's 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 a well, really that, well thought. It only film. has I think one occurrence of language though. Really, when, with for the with most Edie part, Edie McClure, I think, with her been in there. Yeah, that. But what he did was what's so great about about uh, John Hughes is. He loves to use a lot of the same great actors. Yeah, when they're making yeah. Ferris Bueller, he, he says to Edie, he says, I'm, I'm going to use you in this part. And he said, think that, He's a righteous dude. Righteous dude. And then he also says to uh, he says to the guy who plays the father in that movie, he says, I got a special part for you. He just plays a small part, but he's also in Planes, Transit, Automobiles. Okay. But That's we great. probably should focus on the stuff we're well, talking about. Oh, we are. About. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Kevin Bacon. <laughs> but, uh, if we hear any sort of distraction going on, it's getting uh, close to the time where the cats want to get fed. And the clock's just set backwards, so they think it's time to be fed now. And oh, actually, it's an hour away. There you go. They don't know. Uh, so we have one cat who she becomes incredibly, incredibly energetic and lovable. When it's time to be fed, and but she's roaming that. around my feet this at this time because we're we're recording here at the kitchen table today. So if I if if there's any sort of distraction or weird noise, it's because there's a cat roaming around our feet. That's right. Just wanted to get that out there. Uh, <laughs> next uh, film I want to talk about that there was a trailer. I can't play the audio hmm. because they relied really heavily. Oh, okay, she just jumped in my lap. Okay, come come here, come here. Oh, hang on, don't hit your head. There's Jesse. Okay, meow for the camera or meow for the microphone. Yeah, I'll cuddle you a little bit. But uh, it relied on an Elton John song, and so mm. I really can't play that out. She's climbing up on my shoulders. <laughs> All right, cat. 
don't tear up the Travis Kelsey jersey. It's <laughs> Chiefs Day. So I have a cat on my shoulders as I'm saying this. But did you get a chance to at least see the trailer? Because I can't play the audio no, for you. But that's right. Um, but Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. It looks like a lot of fun. The one thing I find very strange is, okay, so we know that um, Ant-Man has a daughter, Cassie. Mm-hmm. How does Cassie know anything about the quantum realm? Because she creates a thing to communicate with the quantum realm, and she's still like a high schooler. How in the heck is she supposed to know that? I hope they explain that. I'm sure they will. They better have a good explanation, because apparently they have some people that have been already kind of looking at it say, I don't know what they're doing with this, but I'm a little wondering what they're doing. But it looks kind of fun. Uh, basically, you're, the quantum realm, it turns out there's a whole civilization at that quantum level. Cool. And uh, you, you get to see in this trailer... The Conqueror King. Oh yeah, as, about as time. seen in Loki, uh, the Loki series. It's, you know, it's that same actor. Good, as King the Conqueror, but he shows up in this. I, he might be the major villain. We're I haven't seen King. his influence. King's so, one of my favorites. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Okay, back to my lap again. All right, kitty cat. So I, this is why I had to mention that I had a cat grooming around because she'll get crazy. And as I try to cuddle, she she climbed up on my shoulders and she jumped off my back. Now she's up in my lap again, and I'm trying to pet her to get her to chill out. But you will not chill out, will you? No, you won't, because you want to be fed. I might have to get your mama to feed you early. Just you, you, you guys are just gonna have a heck of a time adjusting. They always do, especially her. She's always she gets she makes herself as annoying as possible when it's when she wants to be fed. Okay, well the next thing, uh, oh, I guess that's the link I had for the Ant Man one, and I, I don't want to play that audio because I just I don't want to get myself a copyright strike or something. But oh, here's something I didn't know was coming, um, but I, I thought it would look cute. It's called Spirited. On a bitter, cold Christmas Eve, one dark soul is selected for redemption by the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and yet to come. A tradition that continues to this very night. Like a Christmas carol? Yes, yes. If you would just let me get this out, sit. So out of all the people on the planet, murderers, people who do gender reveal parties, I'm the guy you're gonna haunt. You know what? Forget it. I told you, the guy is a level 20 bang in the dickens. Come on, I can take this guy. I'm your ghost of Christmas present. La 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 la, I'm not watching your dramatic re-encrapment. Hey, I'm haunting you. You can't just run away from me when I'm haunting you, hello? I believe he can be a positive force for mankind. And he's got his hands all over everything. Yeah, I wish. Maude, are you texting HR? No. People don't change. We got a runner! That's just fun to watch. I'm here to change him to being a more positive force for humanity. (laughs) Clint. (laughs) Clint. Yeah. You Photoshop yourself into these pictures of my executive VP? I don't think so. Oh, you want that. What I want is for you to shut up and let me do my job. Is there a ghost of Christmas, Grumpy? Because you could do that job. This is where real change begins. Oh, oh that's... Oh, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Oh, that... No, no, he's fine. He's good. Well, he's... well not a squirrely. anyway. Now, 
This is coming to Apple TV Plus. So see, there is a plus in there. Okay, there you uh, go. A theater is November 11th, though, as well, so you can go to the theater. Uh, anybody remember Scrooged with Bill Murray? Mm-hmm. Now imagine it with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, okay. But as it looks like it might be a musical, and really he's just kind of, he's getting just the Ghost of Christmas present, and it's Will Ferrell who's convinced he can change Ryan Reynolds' uh, character here, Clint. Uh, and it's, it says here, uh, this is actually off of Ryan Reynolds' YouTube channel, and he put in his description, amazing what a year's worth of tap dance classes can do, if only Will <laughs> and I took them. <laughs> so it's coming to theaters November 11th and streaming on November 18th. Uh, it looks like fun. Yeah, <laughs> so, and I, I do have that if I really want to watch that. Yeah, or if we I, could go to the theater. It might, might, might be fun. Might, you know, fun. And I'm not a fan of Will Ferrell in general, but you know, I, I enjoy Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. He's still funny. I will so, sometimes, just yeah. a little. <laughs> but this looks like fun, and this yeah. and Will Ferrell and Ronald Reynolds together somehow or another it seems like it's just going to work. Yeah, hopefully. to me, it seems like a good pairing. So I'm uh, looking forward to that one. It's called Spirited. So Scrooged, but Spirited. Spirited Scrooge. <laughs> it's the same. Which I need to watch Scrooge this year too. That's, that, a, fun that's one. a great old movie. That's a great one. Look, it's a toaster. It's always my favorite part. Uh, now I never saw the original Avatar. Yeah, I haven't either. I've tried. Many times. I'm going to try to watch it one more time. <laughs> well, here's the sequel. I'm just going to, I'm bringing it because people who watch, or watch really like you know, people who watch this show, yeah, because you're watching it right now. Uh, people who listen to the show, there's probably some people who are fans of Avatar out there. So for you, for you, because I do love you, I'm playing this audio. And Philip and I are going to look at each other like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> as soon as it starts.
Avatar, Return of the Giant Naked Smurfs. I mean, I'm sorry, The Way of Water. <laughs> so I know it had, had quite a few fans and made a lot of money, because I think because people were going to the spectacle, but I, I, when, when that movie came out, I just remember hearing people say, well, I liked it better when it was called Dances with Wolves, and the people were saying this movie was not as good as, you know. Uh, but And I will say, for the look of this animated movie, I'm, I'm calling it animated. Uh, I mean, it's motion captured actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did a good but, job with it. I mean, but they're, they're, there's animation been done that way too. But this is an animated movie. I mean, it's all created in a computer, except for I think you, we will see a few humans because I think they're still fighting with the humans because the humans are the bad guys. And I, I didn't want to go into a movie where the humans are the bad guys. So you know, but uh, let me just read the description here and then we'll move past it because I really don't care. <laughs> Set more than a decade after the events of the first film, Avatar. Well, it's been over a decade since yeah. the movie. Uh, Avatar: The Way of the Water begins to tell the story of the Sully family, Jake and Natiri, and their kids. The trouble that follows them, the lengths they go to to keep each other safe, and the battles they fight to stay alive, and the tragedies they endure. Uh, Sam Worthington, Zoe Saldana, Sigourney Weaver, Stephen Lang, Kate Winslet, screenplay of course by James Cameron, which James Cameron usually does good stuff. So those of you that if you're a fan of that franchise. Go have fun. I really am not that it's worried about it. It's got some of the same people I know, because Stephen Lang was the villain in the first one. And Stephen Lang is a great actor. Yes, the part of the first movie that I remember that I really liked was him and Gordon Weaver, of course, and a couple of the other people. But uh, I really love Stephen Lang. He's uh, one of my favorite movies ever uh, he was in, which was uh, Tombstone. And, oh, okay. who was, was in, in Tombstone? Um, I'm trying to think of uh, his name in that. Uh, um he was the one that, I'm the one got cheated. He's the, uh, can't think of there right now. Uh, but anyway, he was really, really in there. Oh, he's awesome in there. He's um, anyway, he, he's a, a great actor, really great actor. Okay. Been a lot of stuff, but yeah, so that's the avatar movie. Moving on something yeah. that I'm hoping I'm going to have some fun with. I'm nervous about this, but it, this looked fun. There was a cat meow. Oh, life moves fast. One day you're playing kick the can with kids named Flick and Schwartz. I triple dog dare you! And the next thing you know, you're a certified adult. Ralph! Ralph, dear old man. Fragile. He was the best. Ralphie, promise me we're gonna make this a wonderful Christmas. That would make your father so happy. I promise. What had I done? And now it was all up to me? I suggest you start drinking and don't stop till New Year's. Hey, kids, who wants to go see Santa? This is amazing. Incredible. We will meet you right here when you're done. Don't let him kick you in the face. Huh? It's the half happy scene. No, um, no, when it's just us decorating, it kind of feels like child labor. Honey, it's not labor if we don't pay you. Yeah. There'll be much mistletoe. My dad made this all look so easy. Mm. That doesn't mean it was easy. Schwartz, I triple dog dare you. Oh, I got it now. Geronimo! That's brutal. It's the most wonderful I could feel the Christmas ember beginning to glow again. (laughs) (laughs) November 17th, exclusively on HBO Max. Now, the part that's really got my attention, though, that last bit when Ralphie 
same actor. He's going <laughs> in that grin. Yeah. He looks so much like he did as a kid. Yeah, but I look forward to it. The story ripped straight out of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation in a way of trying to have an old-fashioned family Christmas that would get all the family together. To be, well, the, this they had the extra, extra bit of for his old man. But one thing I've noticed is there was a lot more slapstick, and it felt like a Home Alone trailer because you got like the snow, the, the the sled going through the snowman, and a lot of ducking through shoppers and all this kind of very slapsticky. Well, I only saw two parts of that, but uh, slapstick. There's at least but, four or five instances of slapstick in this t- this teaser alone. But that can still be fun. But yeah. Part of what made the original movie fun was the charm of everything through a child's perspective. Well, now we don't have that because it's a daddy. Yeah, now he's grown up. But but that's part of what makes that that original movie so much fun and so funny. Is it's it's like the memories as an adult remembering back of how things were as a kid, hmm. uh, and I don't know how you recreate that, and it makes me nervous because you know Hollywood messes up sequels a lot, well, especially passed. stuff that they do for nostalgia's sake, but. I want this to be so good. I hope it is. I've I seen, hope it is. I've seen all of them that they've done. Yeah, they did like they some did other sequels and then another book that actually... You see that um, he's done... He, Gene Shepard had wrote. Gene Shepard used to do radio programs and everything. So what he would do, he always was evolved. Um, they did some good ones. I say good. None of them were as good as Christmas Story. But that's not to say they were bad. It's just that when you always had a different actor, and they always were, different actors, Ralphie... And and it's his brother. And I don't know if his brother's in this. And I'm sure he's got to be. I hope. Now that's a different mama. That's a different yeah, it's, actress. Well, I think it's the actress that was a mama she reti- passed no, away. No, she retired. Oh good. Oh good. I know the dad really did pass away. Yeah, he really did. But and it's shortly, nice to see Scott Farkas is back at least for that one shot. I think it's good that they didn't have a different dad in it because, you know, the guy who played him, he, he said, was so great. He said that was his favorite role of all time. Yeah. He, the old man, they called him. Yeah, the old and the, man. The mama, I'm glad they have her in it. You know, and, and it's a great actress. You might remember her from What About Bob? And she well, was, she looks familiar to she me. She was also on Airplane. Yeah. She was on a lot yeah. of other films. And she's really good in that yeah. role, to play this role, to take up that mantle, because, you know, she she's usually in that kind of a role of the mama type. Yeah. You know? That's a good thing. Um, I'm glad they got almost the entire cast back. Yeah. It's so great to get them all back. Especially because you can recognize them when you oh, go to look yeah. at their face. You're like, oh, hey. Especially that triple dog, Derry. <laughs> Basically, kids really don't change much. I mean, even when we're adults, we're still pretty Not much. Not that we're saying anything as two grown men with toys in our. No, yeah, dabba what? <laughs> we're still the same. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, uh, grow wise, grow strong, never grow up. That's yeah, the motto thing that I got from you for that's that thing right. you bought me that's hanging up in my office there. That's right. That is our Neverland, that young at heart. But I'm really looking forward to seeing this and, and the, now the other ones they did because they were all by the same writer there was one that was done with uh, um, oh I'm trying to think of his name right now well I know uh, Gene Shepard apparently did a, a, like did a summertime a one he, then, he, he did one that was in July yeah it was supposed to be no, this I haven't out, seen it this came out around the time of Christmas Story maybe a year or so different but um, I'm trying to think of the name of the actor he uh, oh uh, Matt Dillon hmm. uh, Matt Dillon played Ralphie when he was a teenager oh goodness in the, in the 50s or, or whatever maybe it was late early 50s but it was it wasn't bad, but it wasn't didn't have the charm that we're used to. Yeah, but it wasn't bad either. And there was other ones where there was one that took place at, at uh, Thanksgiving time and all that. Now that might have been my favorite, or no, in the summertime. And that one was a uh, they changed his name a couple times. The first one had a silly name to it, but what I loved was yeah. the the father in that one was uh, Ralphie was played by Macaulay Culkin's brother, <laughs> Kieran. Kieran. Hmm. And the... Uh, was the that fa- the one? Uh, Dan- that Daniel Stern played the father in like a... They did a Christmas story too. Yeah, one wasn't very good. Yeah, I but, heard. <laughs> but Daniel Stern, I will say, did a fairly good job in it. It was all the people that was in it. No, but this one had, as the father, uh, what was his name? Um, 
He was the one who played the father on those uh, Beethoven movies. Oh, uh, uh, Josh Groban. Groban. Or not Groban, but uh, uh, Groden. Groden. Charles Groden. He, I got to say. Charles Groden, wow. He did such a <laughs> great. Josh Groban's a different thing. He did a great job because he played, I mean, almost identical to the original father oh. in the movies. He sounded so much like him. And it was the only other ones I saw where it had the Farkas's in it. Mm. Uh, uh and he was, uh, and we need the but Bupkuses from next door. Next door, they gotta have. They those were the guys. only ones that were in it. He, the uh. only time I ever saw them in it again, and it had the same house. And it was the only time I ever seen him do that again. Mm. And he did such a good job sounding like it. He goes, Bupkuses, and he did everything <laughs> just like that. So that was so, great. But we have high hopes, November fifteenth. And on that same day, and I don't so, know if they're gonna do it. There's another movie. But I, I need know. to keep moving. That's what I'm saying. I hope it comes out. Uh, you hope that's the next one you have. It might, well, I don't know if it's for the next one, but I might have a thing. But I got three more trailers, but we haven't gotten into Black Adam yet. Oh, here's something that I'm on the fence. I know that change can be scary, but it can also be exciting. Let's start our new life. Nancy Edward! Robert! Does anyone in Andalusia ever just say stuff? Not if we can help it. This world feels very different. Is it sometimes easier to live in Andalusia? Well, I wouldn't say easier. We have dragons and ogre rebellions. Last year, the entire kingdom was trapped in a giant whale. Oh. This is not a magic land. It is a land far, far away from my friends. I'm so late. I'm a commuter now. You're riding this train over and over and over and over and over and over and over. And then you die. As you can see, Giselle, everyone has their place once you found where you fit. Unrealville can be whatever you wish. I wish for a fairy tale life. Remember, happily ever after, it's not always that easy. My hair, it's so high and my dress is so low. Jumping jelly sticks, we got magic? This town is turning into a fairy tale, but it's all gone terribly wrong. On the last stroke of midnight, nothing will be as it was before. I'm not an evil cat, I'm not an evil cat, I'm not an evil cat. What is going on? You need to remember your place here. Stepmother, please. Giselle is under a curse. We have to stop this or everything Andalusian will die. There's no one wishing your wish now, Giselle. Come on! Time to be heroes. You know there's only room for one villain in this town. You're hilarious. (laughs) Delusional, but hilarious. Streaming on Disney Plus, November eighteenth, Disenchanted. But here's my here's my, I can't why I'm, wait. this is why I'm sitting on the fence. The seems to me the point of the first one was trying to say, hey, the real world is great, and we need to be in the real world, and it's so much better in the real world. Now we're going three six one eighty. Well, on let's that. see, let's see what happens because you yeah. never know. By the end, they might. Who knows? But I will say this: I loved that first one, except as much as I love the music and all. I loved the way she was in the beginning. And I, there were certain things about it that I didn't like, but there's, but I loved it too. But I'm waiting to see what happens in this. Who knows? There might be something that they give to you 
in this. There might be a message that we can't see yet because they haven't yeah, watched we'll it. We'll see. That's why I'll, I'll check it out. I've I'm only so watched thrilled. the first one, I think, only one time straight oh, all the way through, and I've got little bits of it. I watched it many, 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 many times because I love. I had the soundtrack. Love the soundtrack. I can't wait to see this one because it's one of my favorite movies, and I loved that it had that whole happily ever after, which I love that song. Uh, let me ever after wonderful stuff. Just uh, I so I can't wait to see what they do with this. We'll see. I need to probably watch the first one again. It's a great film. I was gonna buy it with like the Disney Movie Club or whatever, but I just I don't think we got around to it. Oh, I got it. So, it like I said, and I it's on it Disney Plus. Oh, I can watch it. Yeah, it's a great movie. What, one thing I did love about the original was getting to see the all the voices of the princesses pop up. That, that I loved that. Uh, but it was it to me it was like Disney making fun of themselves. Well, and it was fun. What I liked was that they weren't necessarily making fun of themselves in a sense. And I, I, I remember when I first saw it, the thing I was disappointed in is that they were sitting there saying, like you said, I felt like they were sitting there saying that real uh, fairy tales don't make don't really exist. Now, it, and they're right, but at the same time, it was in, like you were saying, it's like they were making fun of themselves. I was like, well, wait a minute. But I enjoy the fairy tale thing. Yeah. And and, and, and it we, felt like a diss on it, especially when like but, she, when the prince comes back and they're like, hmm, uh, I guess we were about to marry each other and we, we shouldn't marry each other with but somebody I we liked, just met. You know. I did like, though, I wouldn't have liked it had it just ended up that she stayed here and he had nothing. But I liked that there were there was someone for they him. They found who, somebody for him to go back liked with. Yeah. She was pretty, too. Yeah. And I liked how they just... She's no of, Amy Adams, but... <laughs> Well, she's pretty. She's and by the way, she's one of the voices of the of uh, the. Oh, um, what's the the other one? The um, oh, the newer cartoons that uh, the princesses and uh, you know the two sisters. The, the and the frozen, frozen. movies. She's, she's one of the, the she's one of the frozen singers and stuff. She does a lot of the wicked and all that stuff. Oh, okay. She, she helps with singing and all that stuff. So she's got a good voice and she is very pretty. It's just that she's not that kind of pretty. She's just a different type of pretty. Yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, I'm I'm on the fence. I'm, that's one of the things I'm probably going to watch, but I have no expectations. I feel like I need to watch the first oh, one again. Do. Yeah, it's a good movie because uh, I remember I, I remember liking it, but it did, it didn't strike me as much as you did you apparently. Oh, I love that so. movie. Yeah. But all right, uh, I got I still got more trailers. My goodness, we haven't even gotten to our review, and then even we got three movies I want to review. If I can get Heather back in here for the third movie, and then we still got to talk some Black Adam. This is going to be a long show, folks. So I hope you're bucked in there. I got a couple of things here. Uh, now you may recall a few episodes ago. We've changed, you know, I, this format around here has changed. And now we're going to be a little bit more open about some of our faith. And here's something I'm kind of excited to see. License hey, music. Uh-oh. I am not a square. I think we should invite Greg this weekend. What's this weekend? The mountain is high. Oh, Southern these people are hippies, rebels against old-fashioned authority. I think these kids need help. What they need is a bath. You're passing judgment on people you know nothing about. Maybe that's why your church is so empty. When God walks in here, brings me a hippie. I'll ask him what it's all about. Because I do not understand. His house has a very good vibe. There is an entire generation searching. Slow down, man. Slow down. Just in all the wrong places. If you want to reach my people, you need to speak to them in a language they understand. If I bring them in, I'm going to lose my job. We can only walk through doors open to us. In your church, that's a door that's shut. You've probably noticed we have some guests here today. I'd like you to meet my new friends. Welcome. They don't belong here. Half of them aren't even wearing shoes. They're staining the new shag carpet. They need our help. 
If you feel like you're misunderstood and judged, you will find forgiveness and freedom right here. That was awesome. Now that door is open any time of day. And if there are some who don't like that, well then that door works both ways. All right, Pastor, let's begin. I was almost done with this, but then you did what nobody else would even dare. This thing that we found, I feel like I belong. You're gonna need a bigger church. Our country is a dark and divided place, but now there's hope and it's spreading. This is your home, and I want you to tell all your friends about it. From the creators of I Can Only Imagine, Jesus Revolution is scheduled to come out here February 2023, starring Joel Courtney, Anna Grace Barlow, Jonathan Rumi, which many of you might know as playing Jesus in the Chosen series, Kimberly Williams-Paisley, and that's right, Kelsey Grammer. Now, this is a little bit of biographical from, for anybody who's familiar with a, a pastor in California named Greg Laurie. He's got, uh, I think, television programs, radio programs. Uh, he's got a church in Southern California, uh, and he's he's... This basically, I guess, is something happening. He's the young man you hear Greg mentioned at the beginning. That's him. But uh, apparently it's the pastor of the church he knew that this all happened to, where you know he didn't understand like the hippie movement. And the point being is like, well, the hippies, they want peace and they're about love, but they're going about it the wrong way. That's right. We invite them into the church. And what I love is, like you heard in this, this trailer... You know, some of these older folks are like, well, they're coming to have somebody not even wearing shoes and they're dirtying up our shag carpet. So the very next shot you see Kelsey Grammer, who's the pastor, washing their feet. Yeah, very symbolic of what, mm-hmm. of what Jesus, what Jesus did. did. My father, he first started pastoring way back in like 19, I want to say 1974, 75, I think it was 75. But um, he went through this very thing, actually. Not the washing of the feet necessarily, but they were a bunch of hippies. And, and, by the, and I don't mean that in a, in a way. It was just the way it was. It was a time. Yeah. And I was born his second time in this very church. Uh, they didn't. Ha- they had an old schoolhouse. They, uh, he went and did an, uh, pastored a couple churches. Came back to this church when they needed him again, and we went to this church a second time. Uh, the Lord brought in the money to build a church building. That was what they were building when I was born. Uh, and when I was born there, they uh, that was where when I came around, and uh, my mother was expecting me. And helped build that church building with me. Maybe that's what's wrong with me. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but, uh, Maybe they uh, they even said they said, well, he's gonna be uh, born with with uh, brick dust on his head. <laughs> Funnily enough, when I was born, there was white dust on my head. Looked like because I had white all around me uh, oh, and it looked like dust. It's because I was uh, supposed to be a twin, and that didn't quite happen. But either way, mm. um, that whenever I was born, they used to say he helped build this church. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, of course, I didn't know as a pastor. But the point of all this is to say that God can bring in people of all different types, and God loves us Just all. open the door, Amen. you know. And, and what I love about this is a message of, like, hey, you know, there's people a little different mm-hmm. than you. And they didn't and, know any better. And, they, you know, and, and the, I, think, I love the way it says that what they're wanting isn't bad, but how they're going about it is they're doing it the wrong way. There's a lot of young people like that right now. Yeah. They, they have good intentions. The devil but they're going the wrong way. The devil doesn't, yeah. but, but they do. And but those are the people like the people because remember God you know Jesus told us to love our enemies mm-hmm. those people that are horrible and everything we welcome in them into the yeah, church if they'd ever the just come in they're not the they're enemy. not our enemy the, the, uh, the we're devils. their enemy yeah. at, at this point but yeah we love them and come to the church or at least, as different or at least as you they, they think we are might be in appearance the way you might think and then mm-hmm. the, the the parts you got right will stay right, but the way you're doing it might change and the parts you're getting wrong God will slowly work yeah. on change that He's still working on us with all the things we get wrong that's right. 
He's still, that's, I was actually, you know, had, had this thought process. I was listening to some Christian rock stuff and everything and actually was talking about this on Facebook. It's like the, because the, the, the main message that a lot of people get uh, from us is, of course, that message of salvation because that's important. I mean, that's, what the, no, but man. that's only the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's just the beginning. It's the journey that happens afterward that's the exciting stuff. When Jesus knocks away one chip at a time. Mm-hmm. Take one piece at a time. The journey <laughs> afterward, That's right. and the patience. You don't. You don't understand God until you've crossed that bridge mm-hmm. into salvation. You bring Him into your life, and you accept Him into your heart, and you accept what He did for you, and then you let Him start to change you, because mm-hmm. He will unlock the real love. The love of God is in you, and He'll unlock it and teach you how to love proper, and He will teach you who He meant for you to be. That. Because we, right now we've got a world full of identity politics and so many people trying to figure out who they are and trying to change their identity Sad, because they don't scary. know who they are. God knows who you are. He knows who he made you to be. And Amen. if you let him unlock that, you'll be so fulfilled. The, the song, and the love, the, he will put his love in you and you'll be able to love people Amen. the way God does. The song and we, that, we fail at that a lot. The song but, I used to work oh, on as a kid, I was just a little bit He's kid. still working on me. To make me what I want, ought to be. Took, Took him just a week to make the moon and the stars. Sun and the earth, you see my head bopping names. Mars. Loving and patient he must be. He's still working on me. And Let's see. I remember the part where said about really must be... Hey, let's see. I can't remember all the words right now. I just remember there was a part that says uh, how he's uh, very patient and mm-hmm. uh, something about one piece at a time and all those types of things. I remember. Yeah. The, I can't remember every, every lyric at the moment. I just remember, uh, don't judge me yet. I'm an unfinished part. And yeah. I remember that. That's yeah. uh, we got to be very, very patient because yeah. God's going to work on us one moment yeah. at a time, one day at a time. I feel like this is, in a lot of ways, aimed at Christians to remember, remind us that we need to be patient and be you know, more open. Hey, you know, open, make sure the door, doors of the church are open wide mm-hmm. so people will come in and know what God is all about. Right. But also, I feel like it's a message to the lost out there to say, hey, you're welcome in a church. Come on in. And the stuff that you don't like maybe about Christians, maybe it's stuff that you've got wrong, but it might all be stuff that, hey, you know what? We get stuff wrong. Amen. We mess up a lot. We have a patient God who's working on us, and he'll do the same for you. My fi- one of my favorite so, uh I need to move hymns, on, but yeah. One of my favorite Go. hymns that... Uh, that is called calling people forward, and and Billy Graham used it every single time. Is just, just as, as I, I am. am without one plea. And we're Baptists, so we'll have and to do five courses. So just for, as I am. Just as, <laughs> and when you when to think of God calling yeah. you forward, just as you just are, like and you He'll are. take care of it. And let Him take care of the rest. One step at a time. The more you let Him into your life, the more He makes Him makes you like Him. Mm-hmm. And the way He also designed you to be. There's there's so much potential in you to do amazing things that you just don't even know because God God made you. He knows you better than you know yourself. He still knows me better than I know myself. He's still teaching me about myself. I, I mean, <laughs> yep. But here's because because this is the show that we're being more open. Uh, and I'm really behind. I will. I I need to sit down and watch. I've seen that the the chosen series is on streaming, mm. but they're going to show the first couple episodes of the third season oh. in uh, in theaters. My cousin's super excited uh, about going. Um, yeah. She loves this series. It's a good series, and she's she's a new Christian. And so I think Praise this series has done a lot in her growth. I mean, make her hungry. That's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Praise so she's Jesus. super excited. But here's the season three official trailer for the chosen. If you haven't watched it, I believe mm. HBO Max has the first couple seasons. There's you can watch this anywhere. This is a show. Where, because you know, throughout throughout ages, people have been making movies about Jesus, but this is a television series yeah. that's been crowdfunded the whole way. Praise the Lord! That's not just about Jesus; it's it's mainly about the people. 
mm-hmm. around him and the impact he has on their life. It's about you too. It's about yeah, it's about you and about what happens with your encounter with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Season three. Trailer. You look troubled. I am. You're losing something. I know what that's like. What are you losing? Time. I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Someone touched me. If you are really the one who is to come, should we look for someone else? Go and tell John what you hear and see. Who is it? Where did we stop? It's him. I'm Judas of Keriot. I have chosen you twelve as my apostles. Don't feel any different? I don't need you to feel anything to do great things. What is stirring in your hearts? In the middle of such division and unrest? Father God being revealed to you. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. A scourge of false prophecy must stop. Jesus, if you do not renounce your words, We will have no choice but to follow the law of Moses. I am the law of Moses. They're here for Jesus of Nazareth. More valuable than gold, more precious than rubies. Force them out. We are still Rome. then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. I'm the one who caused their hunger. I should be the one to feed them. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Dallas creator of The Chosen, and I just wanted to tell you real quick that episodes one and two of season three launch in theaters November 18th. Yes. And some Fathom event, by the way, go to fathomevents.com. You can get your tickets. I, I would like to go to the theater and watch that, but I need to watch that because like, we got through. I got to catch up. We got halfway through the first season. I haven't watched any more. Same here, actually. The, like that first season, you, you go out before Jesus even shows up and you see people needing him so bad mm-hmm. that you're just like, oh, where's Jesus? Where's Jesus? And then job. when he first shows up, Niagara Falls, you know, like, like the Zen Scrooge. Oh my gosh, when Jesus first shows up and you see the people's lives being changed. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful series. I need to catch up on it so bad. I'm going to have to just sit there and just binge it. I'm still behind on Andor, but you know what? I think I need to binge The Chosen before the 18th oh, yeah. and, and then go out and see this. So, but Andor's that's getting good, good too. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's this. And, you know, f- the funny thing is uh, when I first saw it, ooh, and I was, because uh, a friend of mine, it's just a Facebook friend. Uh, uh, she's like a homeschooler and everything. I met her at the Adventures and Odyssey group. We're both fans of that. We got talking about stuff because she likes anime and my wife does too. Sure. And so we were talking. But uh, she, shared, she, I first saw this trailer. She shared it on her Facebook. And I says, wow, mic drop. I am the law of Moses. That's a good Straight one. out of John, the word mm-hmm. became flesh and dwelled among us. In fact, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and the light. 
Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is, is uh, he says it straight out that he is the living word. He is. And the word that was given unto Moses was spoken by the Lord God himself, mm-hmm. and Christ is. And, and, and here's the thing. Among us. Here's the thing. The, the, the uh, cloud that had the fire in it, that was Jesus. That's pre-incarnate Christ who came and led them. That was Christ. And it many was people, God. That's right. That's so cool. That's, that was pre-incarnate yeah. Christ. So people a lot of times don't realize, and that is what it was. You know, I've done all these studies that showing all these things. Christ came many times before he came alive. Mm. And uh He was he was showing himself. He was he was like the liaison. He was the it. one that, that we get to, to meet, like because he came in and talked to Abraham. Abraham many times. Uh, and uh so we see him in the fiery furnace. That's I mean, right. Goodness, there's so much stuff. It's, in fact, it's amazing when I you get into pictures, this stuff. I draw pictures a lot. Many times when you anytime you saw her, it said the angel of God of the Lord. I have to re- go back and redraw those things. I was drawing an angel. Now I have to draw the angel, which <laughs> to look more similar to Jesus I drew before. Because when it says the angel of the Lord, uh, it, that means it was pre-incarnate Christ. And so now I know... It's like, oh my gosh, yeah, when you look exactly. at it like, oh, yeah. I, for instance, the angel that came and spoke uh, and told um, oh, uh, Abraham to drop that knife, do not cut that boy, that's pre-incarnate Christ speaking. How'd you learn all that? That's wild. A lot wild. of studying. A lot, a lot of, studying. of studying. It's like it's like one of the things you Hours, picked up. Hours, weeks, some weeks, stuff. weeks, right. weeks. Yes, because I'm like, dude, I want to dive into that. Because that's wild. I, but a lot of study, and I also other ministers and many, many ministers, not just one. I, I, it takes me. I'm not kidding. Months sometimes. I, I don't just come up with like. It's not just me, by the way. Many, many ministers, mm-hmm. many speakers, many teachers. To dive into that because yes. that's. That's mind blowing. Oh yes, mind because like I said, now I got to go back and redraw a lot of things. I will not. I will <laughs> yeah. not purposely uh, yeah. teach that the way I did <laughs> again. <laughs> it makes you wonder what did he look like when he was showing up those times. I don't know because he might I, have. Would, wouldn't be wild if he did look the same way when he was going to be incarnate. Here's on what Earth, I personally or? do. I draw it very similar to the way I draw Jesus before. I have my own style around Jesus. I draw it very similar, but just with little differences, so that you know it's the same Jesus, same basic face and all, because it is mostly for children and others, so that you don't think, oh, he's drawing someone different. That way you'll know. Like, for instance, if I was drawing Mickey Mouse, I wouldn't say, oh, here's another mouse. No, I want you to know that's Mickey Mouse. So in this case, when I'm drawing Jesus, you know it's Jesus, yeah. even though it looks just a similar, little different, because, for instance, who did who did uh, Jacob uh, wrestle with? It was pre-incarnate Christ. He wrestled with pre-incarnate because Christ. Because it says it's the angel of the, the angel Lord. Of the Lord. Yeah. So when he went wrestling with the Lord, he didn't recognize what he was doing. He was praying, God, answer me. You're wrestling with the Lord. <laughs> you don't even realize. <laughs> and that's when, in that moment, whenever uh, Jacob had had his hip thrown out of place, yeah. it's because he didn't realize you're fighting with God. How many times we do that? We fight Ooh, with God. Yeah. He and, did a whole sermon on this. And that, I've done it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was calling it uh, basically WrestleMania. And that was whenever, at that moment on, he was no longer known as Jacob. He was known as Israel. Yeah. And he was so concerned about meeting with his brother. Uh, Isaiah, or excuse me, Esau, he didn't realize that he was so concerned about uh, God helping with Esau. God was already answered his prayers, but he didn't know it because yeah. Esau had made peace with the Lord God yeah. and with his brother, and he didn't know it because he wasn't listening to God. How often do we do this with prayers? <laughs> yeah. I'm going into a sermon I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there's your lesson for the week, see? Because Well, I'm not really getting to make the Solid Rock with Jeremy show anymore. Uh, the the radio station I was doing that through has canceled my oh, show. So now I can use Neverland <laughs> to bring that type of thing up every once in a while if I want yeah, to. I, I'm not pulling back those punches because, you know what, I want this show to be about some positive and good stuff, and if I can't take talk about the love of God and how much He loves you, I mean, how, how more positive can I get than, hey, right. God loves you. Amen. And the, I don't think you understand that what I just said. God, God loves you. 
creator of like all this stuff, mm-hmm. man, loves you, little old you. I mean, yeah. if you never, if you've never ta- stopped and thought about that, and so if you have problems with your self esteem or whatever, imagine this great holy creator loves you, created you for a purpose, and wants to have you fulfill it. He create he knows you better than like we've said already before. He knows you better than you know yourself. And if you've never accepted Christ in there to go and forgive you of your sins and to begin this new journey and this new adventure, it's not going to be all joy. You know, it's well joy we have, but joy sometimes is what helps us get through all the rough stuff. It's not going to be all wine and roses or whatever. You're gonna you're gonna get punched in the face by life. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather go punch in the get punched in the face and know God is with me Amen. than without. Remember that how hard you hit. How hard to get hit yeah, and, and keep, keep moving, moving forward. forward. <laughs> and if you want to get hit and keep moving forward, go the power of God. The power of Christ compels you. Anyway, <laughs> but now we need to get on some main content. We want to do some movie reviews. I think my wife has vanished somewhere, so she won't be able to talk about luck. But we did mention it was cute. And I did watch part of it. I fell asleep because it's Monsters Incorporated oh, in, a, in a lot of ways. Uh, it reminded me of that one. But that's not a bad thing because I love Monsters Incorporated. Uh, but it was a very cute movie. It was a, I would say we'd watch it for March. Yeah, it's, I have it's very it. much it's it's leprechauns. It really is. It's oh, leprechauns. Yeah, I do see it, yeah. And it's a human that gets amongst the leprechauns instead of a little girl amongst the monsters. Not cute. It's the same kind of thing. And it is it is cute. Uh, but I did fall asleep. <laughs> but I was tired, what so that might have been that the on? thing. Huh? What channel? Apple. Oh, okay. Apple well, TV. Yeah. I, that's where I saw the preview. Yeah. yeah. They've been having previews on YouTube. But anyways, uh, we got at least two movies to review, and one review will just filter right into our main content. So the first movie I'm gonna review, it's gonna be a little weird. Oh, Want to see a movie? Yeah. Any good? It was bad. I'm fuzzy on the whole good bad thing. My eyeballs could have been sucked from their sockets. I like it a lot. The best movie ever made. A, a fandom, fandom Nexus, Nexus movie review. So the first one we were going to do is actually the most recent one, and it's weird. The Al Yankovic story. Now, when when I first heard that this movie was coming, I thought somebody was actually going to seriously be telling the kind of the fun story of Al Yankovic, and then I started getting to look at the teasers, and I'm like. Oh my gosh, Al is a genius. He is making a parody of biopics. And just to really sell, if you didn't understand that he was satiring himself, the beginning of the movie, before you even see any credits, Al was there sitting in a theater. It's like, hey, thanks for watching my movie on Roku streaming, which he's been on Instagram telling everybody, go, heck, Roku.com. And no, no matter where you're at, you can watch this movie for free. You'll probably have some ads to get through, but that's no big deal. They put the ads in good places where it's in between scenes. So, um, But he sits there and it's like, come and enjoy my completely real and not made up at all life story, which already I'm laughing hysterically because I'm like, I, because the, the twinkle in his eye, you know, uh, and you know, he's, pull, he's, he's pulling your leg. Yes. You know, he's I haven't seen it yet. I gotta watch it. But this is a movie like that. I, I, I swear it's like nearly every biopic you've seen. He's got some sort of nod to from the doors to the Johnny Cash one. There's a nod, but it's everything is they, they play it. You know, one of the things like that made Leslie Nielsen so funny was his ability straight. to be so straightforward. And the entire movie is like that. They're playing it like it's this great dramatic thing, but the most ridiculous thing will be happening. And everything is put kind of over topsy-turvy over on its head, slightly opposite, but yet slightly over the top of, of the truth. Like his parents, he's, his parents were apparently very strict, very religious, you know, raised him in a church and everything. Um, and... It, it, it was his mother that got him into the accordion because she was a big fan of this accordion player that used to be on La- Lawrence Welk. Mm-hmm. Well, they have this guy who come by, as, and I guess that's actually how his mother bought it. Was a, a, a salesman comes by, and I can't remember. I recognize the actor, but I can't think of him right now. He comes by to sell an accordion, and the father beats the tar out of him. 
<laughs> before uh, the mother, you know, they get rid of the mother, says, you need to go out and take a walk and cool off because he brought the devil's squeeze box into my house and he's tempting my son with it. The mother goes ahead and buys the accordion and says, we need to keep it a secret. And her and Al are having the secret conversation. Meanwhile, the salesman's laying on the ground and he says, I think my lung is collapsing. The mother looks dead paint over him. I'm having a conversation with my son. <laughs> But it's that kind of thing where they do it like dramatic, but what they're doing is so ridiculous that, oh my goodness. And I mean, part of the fun is the fact that you've got Daniel Radcliffe and he's a short guy. And, and Al is, I mean, like he's like 6'3", I think. And he's, you know, tall, lanky. And Daniel Radcliffe has kind of buffed out a bit for a short guy. So he's almost like the complete opposite of Al. And he's the one playing Al. And that, that just adds to the humor of the entire thing. And you got little nuggets of a little bit of truth, but most of it, they're, they're just being silly. Uh, Madonna has a villainous role in there that is just completely ridiculous. And you never know really where the movie's going to go next for a laugh because uh, they keep mentioning this, like, Mexican drug cartel. Uh, that Pablo Pascal, I think the guy was named, that he's a big fan of Al, and he wants Al to come play his birthday party. And Al, when he's going through his binge of drugs and alcohol phase in the movie, because in real life, Al doesn't do anything like that. But uh, he's going through this hard phase, and he just doesn't want to do anything. Uh, they kidnap Madonna, and he goes to say Madonna in a ridiculous action film scene uh, <laughs> of him going finding this drug cartel. Uh, it was insane, and just it was. If you've seen UHF, and you laughed your way through UHF, and you really get Al Yankovic's humor, uh, I think you're going to enjoy this movie because it's that same ridiculousness, but played as dramatically as possible. But the most ridiculous things are still happening dramatically. And that's what makes it funny. And part of the, what was hilarious is you got to stay and listen to the end credits because Al's got a song and he's singing about how this is totally true. I didn't make it up at all. Uh, it's a great song and he does have a soundtrack out. And I think I need to get it just for that song because that song, listening to the lyrics, I swear I didn't make it up fighting the drug cartels, you know, stuff like that. And the lyrics and it's like, oh, goodness, this was so funny. Uh, and I don't want to tell you any of the things that happen in it because I don't want to spoil the jokes because it was it's just nonstop fun and hilarity. It's it's only the way Weird Al Yankovic would bring it to you. Uh, just and and fake cameos basically of characters he's meet because he meets Pee Wee Herman, but it's not really Pee Wee Herman. It's somebody playing Pee Wee Herman. Uh, Jack Black is playing Wolfman Jack. Remember him? Yeah, I loved Wolfman. Uh, and then you've got uh, Rain, Wilson Rain Wilson from uh, Office Space, or not Office Space, but from The Office as Doctor Demento. I see Elijah Woods in it. I didn't recognize Elijah Wood. Who's what, that he played? I don't know, but but. I'm wondering if he didn't play Pee Wee Herman only because he looks very similar. Uh, it might have been. You didn't get a good look at his face. Uh, yeah. There's one guy that I think it was a child actor that was playing one of his college friends that ended up being uh, one of the members of the band. Uh, but it was just, in some of the ways they came up with who he's Conan supposed to make up his song. Yes, Conan yeah. O'Brien was uh, um, Andy Warhol. <laughs> yeah, great. Just, just a lot of fun. I definitely recommend it. I, I will warn you now. There's one point where uh, Doctor Demento gives Al like some LSD. He slips him some LSD, and he has this weird bad acid trip where he's, you know, the Raiders of the Lost Ark face melting. Oh, you see yeah. Al's face kind of do a thing <laughs> like that. Uh, and there is also a part where there's kind of a violent way that he kills somebody when fighting the drug cartels. Uh, so I will mention that you, my parents, if you're if you're you know you might want to watch it before you have your kids watch it. Just you know you know your kids if they can handle things like that. Um, but really, it, it was a great amount of fun. Now my wife just came down into the room and left again. I was going to have her talk about luck, but I guess I already mentioned it. Um, but we're just diving into our our next movie, 
And uh, we had quite the adventure going to see this movie. We, we, we had, well, I, you forgot your free pass, but I had a free pass to go in and see it. And then on the way back, trying to go to the grocery I store and out. I free passes because basically they ran out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we, we ended up popping two tires on my car because of a curb roll from a part of a curb that's in the middle of a lane and also a bad driver that blocked it off and nearly hit us. And it was, yeah, a big complicated thing that ruined our night. But the movie Black Adam, we did get to see. And overall, I'm going to say I liked it. Now, maybe it's not the greatest movie ever, but I it was a heck it. of a lot of fun. I enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah, I really, I had a good time. Yeah. I enjoyed so, getting to see a lot of characters I've always wanted to see in the films. And, and to see some were greatly cast as some. I would have done differently, but I still enjoyed it. And I thought yeah. they did a good job, a real good job. Really? And even you know, characters that are like mine, like Adam Smasher, that I've only mainly heard the name yeah, of. Him, and, oh, job. he was just... Great, great ensemble characters. There's some stuff that was pointed out in the, um, um, oh, dang it, Honest Trailers, I yeah. think maybe it might have pointed. If it wasn't Honest Trailers, it was, it was the other guy, and I can't remember where, where he goes, a pitch meeting. Yeah. Where he has his pitch meeting videos where they kind of pointed out that they have this one kid who, rally, who rallies the entire town to join with Black Adam to go fight the zombies in the streets. It's like, why are they listening to that kid, and how can they hear him over the sound of everything yeah, going I on? I don't know. So there's a little bit of ridiculous stuff, but it was just fun. It was fun. Well, the whole movie is ridiculous in the sense that yeah. it's obviously corny, but one thing I liked was it seemed like in this movie, and, and I could be wrong, maybe there might, there might be a few others, but this seems to me to be the one where The Rock seemed to actually act beyond being The Rock. I'm talking about, you know, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. He, he had to just be surly the entire time. He's in one mode the entire time. Yeah, well, <laughs> but still, it seemed like he, he couldn't be himself. Because all the other films, basically, his eyebrow does a lot of the acting. And in this one, he didn't. There was one time where I saw a thought for just a second his eyebrow was going to go up, but it didn't. And uh, I kind of enjoyed seeing that part of him and the more I look into it that he basically talking about Black Adam the character he's been around since the 1940s but yeah. in reality and we're going to get into that history here pretty yeah, quick here though in reality in the last few years they have tried to make him kind of an anti-hero yeah. but he was originally a villain and I kind of like that they stuck with both they gave you a little bit of the villain viewpoint and the anti-hero and I like that you know and I'm really wanting to see him and Shazam kind of go at it a little bit yeah. <laughs> Captain well, Marvel, he was originally called Shazam. Right, talking about. and I, I dug around and I and I found a lot of history. I got two different pages. Uh, there's a fandom page, and uh, oops, I need to open that on a different link here too. Uh, but I, I dug up as much information as I can, and uh, well, let's go like some a little bit of the history. Uh, Black Adam, Teth Adam, Theo yes. Adam mm -hmm. is a character appearing in, in American comic books published by DC Comics. The character was created by Otto Binder yep. and C.C. Beck. First appeared in the debut issue of Fawcett Comics' The Marvel Family comic book in December 1945. Since DC, DC Comics licensed and acquired Fawcett's characters in the 1970s, Black Adam has endured as one of the arch enemies of the superhero Captain Marvel slash Shazam and the Marvel Family, a.k.a. Shazam Family, alongside Dr. Sivan and Mr. Mind. Black Adam was originally depicted as a supervillain and the ancient Egyptian predecessor of Captain Marvel, who fought his way to modern times to challenge the hero and his Marvel family associates. Since the turn of the 21st century, however, Black Adam has been redefined by DC Comics writers Jerry Ordway, Jeff Johns, and David Escoyer as a corrupted anti-hero attempting to clear his name and reputation. Featured roles in such comic book series as Justice Society of America, Villains United, Infinite Crisis, and 52 have elevated the character's prominence in the DC Universe, culminating with DC's 2021 line-wide Infinite Frontier relaunch, which had the character now known as Tethon, the Mighty Atom, join the Justice League. In 2009, Black Adam was ranked as IGN's 16th greatest comic book villain of all time. Mm, he's pretty great. 
he's pretty great because you can understand certain things about him, and yet at the same time, by all means, he's a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he'll strike you down. For just without a breath, whoosh, boom, you're yeah. gone. And we see that a lot in the film. And that's what and that's, I like about it. That's one of the things that was funny. It's like, okay, it's like in The Dark Knight, and I was talking to some other people about this. The The Joker does stuff, and it's horrible things, but you laugh at it because mm-hmm. it was just funny in that weird way. There's he can a, get away with it, Yeah, too. there's a moment of Black Adam where I, I laughed out loud. He uh, There's a guy that throws a grenade at him, and Black Adam doesn't really know what this grenade is. No, you know, he he's, don't know. He's, but he goes he, back then in he, his mind. He, he super speeds past the guy. You see the grenade stuck in the guy's mouth, and he's going, oh! And I was laughing. <laughs> and the, there's a bit of language at this part, but yeah. the guy the guy realizes he's got a grenade in his mouth, pulls it out, and he's like, and he really he looks at the grenade in his hand, and he goes, oh, blank, and it blows mm-hmm. up. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of awful what he did, but it was so funny. Well, and the thing, and he was one is, of the bad guys anyway. Well, and I not guess. Just that, and I'm not trying to misquote the Bible here. The guy gave him what he wanted to give him, and he's just like, "Here you go, <laughs> gonna give it back. Have, you, have your grenade back." Yes, uh, but so there's a lot of really fun, and definitely you got to wait for that mid credits bit because oh yeah, you've already heard who shows up. But mm. what you probably didn't know is the music you'll hear. But there's a bit of music that got me excited. Oh. Always does to me. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so yes, overall, a, a, a lot of fun. I, I yeah. had a great time. It's just popcorn fun at the movies, and pretty good, you know, story of a guy who's trying to do right in his own eyes, and people trying to tell him, "Hey, that's not what a hero is." Do said, "Well, but that's what I do." Uh, some people are sitting there, you know, some fans. Look, everybody has a right to their own opinion, of course. Um, but just, first of all, movies don't need to be so serious all the time, right? Some people are sitting there saying it wasn't serious enough. And I was like, you know. First of all, it is comic book. Yeah. And comic books, in truth, they are to be fun. You can't have some seriousness yeah. without taking it so doggone serious. And I know people want it to be darker, darker, darker. Yeah. You don't need to be darker, darker, darker. Let's not forget, comic books, the word comic in there was to be because it was supposed to be fun, comedic yeah. and fun. And not to mention, um, I'm not sorry to say it, Superman and those characters were not supposed to be so serious. Even Batman wasn't so doggone dark up <laughs> right. until the, not as dark as he is now. Not even in sure. the '80s when people talk about him being so dark. No, he was light blue and light uh, gray. Don't even say Dark Knight. Even in the beginning of the Dark Knight and all that jazz, he wasn't so dark all the time. It was in those little stories in the beginning. Yeah, and even with that, sometimes even Batman. Has some fun, yeah, yeah. There's some fun into <laughs> it. I'm not talking about grinning like Adam West, even though I right, love Adam West. Right. I'm not talking about campiness. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm yeah. talking about it's still to have fun. Yeah, and you can get away with a certain level of realisticness with mm-hmm. Batman and still have fun. Uh, fun. Yeah, and, and to make it work because because Batman doesn't have any powers. Yeah. But of course, you you can't get the realistic because. If you were realistic, Batman would not win every fight like no, that. No, no. I mean, he was someone. Something was bound to happen to them. And that last movie, although the Batman was a good movie, they they got a little ridiculous to yeah. how much he could take, as he could come crashing down off of a for this glider and slam and enter that and get up. I'm fine because because I'm Batman. And you know, it's one a thing, silly. One thing that I loved about it. the well, my, my favorite version of Batman is the animated series. One yes. thing I loved about the animated series, though was when he was so serious, once in a while he would still give it a little grin. And the yeah. other thing I loved about it was, because he was so dark, they allowed Alfred and Robin and the villains to kind of take up the darkness into this silliness, the, yeah. basically the the fun. And they were more bright, and he was the dark one. They did that on purpose, though, so yeah. that it would, because not everybody could be that dark, or it would just be boring. So yeah. I love that, the fact that they kind of took up the mantle, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> But I've got. I've also found a lot of history of the character. Sure, go ahead. 
Uh, this is off the, the Shazam fandom. Ancient Egypt history, circa 1100 BC, Shazam became a high priest to the Pharaoh Tut III of Egypt. As the weird wizard grew older, he sought a champion worthy to inherit his powers. The young prince Teth Adam of Kondok, Ramses' son, impressed the wizard with his fairness and decency. But before Shazam could bestow his, bestow his powers, bestow, wow, bestow <laughs> his powers, his daughter Blaze made a deal with the god Set. When Teth Adam spoke the name Shazam, instead of gaining the wizard's powers, he was blessed with the power of six Egyptian gods, and which I believe they use they these in movies. That, yeah. Shu, Heru, Amon, Zehuti, Aton, and Mehen. And if I got those wrong, I apologize, but really, they're they're not real gods, so I don't care if I get their name wrong. <laughs> so, thus, though, I'll get Galway correct every time. Anyways, thus, though, Adam speaks the name Shazam, he does not draw power from the wizard. Teth Adam served Egypt for many years, but his duty... Whoops, I think I skipped a line. Thus, Adam. Well, okay, he does not draw power from the wizard, but he does not draw power from the wizard. There's a period right there. That's what I messed up. Teth Adam served Egypt for many years, but his duty drew him away from his wife and children in Kandak while he was away. The mad priest Akhtan ravaged Kandak and killed Adam's family. The priest was powered by the orb of Ra. Adam could not apprehend Akhtan, so he entombed his family and returned to the court of Ramses. There he served as Egypt's champion alongside another great wizard, Nabu. Mighty Adam was a successor as a hero for Egypt, but his service kept him away from his wife, Shurita, and his sons, Gon and Harut. See, this is where they, they've kind of created a new Egyptian-style history for Black Adam, which I think was it's probably similar to his original. But they did, they did honor some of that a little bit in the film. But here's, a, here's where we also get some similarities. It says Adam's homeland was destroyed and his family killed by the evil priest Akhtan, which I can't remember. Did they use that name even in the movie? I don't remember. I can't remember. But wasn't Teth Adam originally Death or something like that? Death Adam or something like before? Well, they, it said Teth Adam, Adam and the other stuff. I don't know. But Before they start calling him Black Adam, though, wasn't it like Teth meant death or something like that? I, couldn't uh, I don't know. I'm not, I didn't find anything in my research. Uh, but anyways, uh, the, the evil priest Akhtan using the Orb of Ra, he's the one that destroyed it and killed the family, uh, disparaged Adam, continued to serve in Ramses' court, and an allied him Himself with Prince Khufu, later Hawkman. At this time, he met three travelers from the future, Hawk Girl, Mr. Terrific, and Captain Marvel. Shazam. Mm, not, not, uh, what's her not, face? Yeah, not from, uh, yeah. <laughs> not, Adam, from not Marvel's version. Right. Uh, Adam felt relieved that his legacy <clears throat> would continue through Marvel and thought highly of his future counterpart. With the help of these visitors and Wizard Naboo, uh, I'm probably saying that, that's probably Naboo. I'm trying to not say Star Wars names. Adam was able to capture Akhtan, whom he killed as retribution for murdering Adam's family. So then after that, he returns to Kondok, overthrows the government, and appoints himself ruler. That's the short short yeah. version. Uh, then there's a modern era where... Uh, here, here's where he sits now. So years later, Ramses II's tomb was excavated by the Batsons in order to, uh, under the orders of the Sivana Federation. You see some similar names popping up. A colleague of Batsons, Adam's descendant, Theo, murdered the Batsons after finding the scarab, suspecting something was odd. His sister, Sari and Mary Batson, adopted by the Broomfields to keep her away from Theo. When Theo saw Billy Batson as Captain Marvel, he realized the power and said Shazam and Black Adam, the two battled with Shazam temporarily removing Adam's ability to speak, which they used a similar thing in the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, this was undone by the evil Blaze, and Adam later spent time in deep space. Black Adam joined the JSA after claiming he had rid himself of Theo Adam's evil influence. Captain Marvel joined the JSA as well, wanting to keep an eye on him. I hope they do some of this in some upcoming movies. Uh, Johnny Sorrow removed a malignant brain tumor in Adam's head, and Black Adam joined the Injustice Society. He soon betrayed them so the JSA could defeat them. So he's always 
playing both sides, but seeming to try, wanting to do right, but he does right kind of almost the wrong way. He kind of sits on that fence, you know? Right, he likes to sit a little bit on that fence, but he wants to defend conduct. i got to say, one of my very favorite things is... is uh, um, I'm not going to get in too deep. There's a lot of stuff you could really find, but that's as far as I wanted to go. I wanted to get where he first connected him with Shazam. Yeah, I was going to say, one so. of my very favorite things is... Uh, um, oh, dang it, I suddenly forgot his name. The, the great artist who does the paintings... And all Rembrandt? That. No, oh. no, no, no. Talking about DC. Oh, Alex Ross. Alex Ross. Ross. Because you were talking Alex Rembrandt Ross. earlier. My yeah, brain went there. No, no, that's okay. That was my yep. But uh, Alex Ross does a uh, just great, great stuff, great art and all, where he shows Shazam and Black Adam kind of going at it. You yeah. know, yeah, and w- wonderful art, man. I, and, and he showed the injustice at one point, and it showed these wonderful paint. In fact, I have a, a blanket that my sister got me one time, and on one side you see Superman and and Captain Marvel, Shazam, all of them, and Batman, and on the other side, if you turn it over. You see, wherever the hero was on one side, you see the villains on the other that kind of match them. And maybe there's some that, you know, you have to have double. Right. Because, you know, you have to have reverse flash with Gorilla Grodd and all those people. But you have to have somebody that can You match have Black them, Adam on the other them. side from, from Captain Marvel, Shazam. And that's, it's just so great because they're in the almost the exact same post, but Captain <laughs> Adam in there looks, I mean, I mean, say, Captain uh, Marvel. Captain Marvel, who basically, if you know him, he's based off uh, Fred uh, McMurray. Yeah, and, his look. Yeah, and, and that's why I bought that toy because I wanted it to look like that. I've ordered the action figure of that one. Nice. But the and I also got the version of the uh, Black Adam that way because <laughs> I wanted that. But I don't remember who he based that off of the Black Adam. But they ha- he has this arrogant look on his face, like this whole "I'm better than you, I'm more powerful than you, I could destroy you" look. Yeah. And I just love the looks on their face. One looks so. So nice, and that's of course uh, Shazam. Captain right. Marvel looks so nice, like he would. I will protect you. The other one's like, I could kill you. <laughs> Just give me an excuse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I love that look. He, yeah. He's so perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which, yeah, that's if you want to have an arrogant character, who better than the Rock to play it anyway? Oh, he's so Seriously. good at that, you know. Yeah, he did a good job. He's just basically it don't surely matter the matter what you think. Exactly. <laughs> And here comes Heather with a cat riding on her shoulder <laughs> because it's almost six o'clock and it's almost time to feed the cats. And that's a good time actually for us to wrap up this that's show. Right. You hope We hope you had some fun with us. But uh, we want to, of course, thank Karen Kennedy, Ricky Pope of Christian Lords Unite, and Darren Wilhite of the Wilhite and Wall Show. Remind you, of course, to go to NeverlandPodcast.com where you're going to find a link right there in the middle of the page if you happen to have a podcast. There's a link right there for my podcast reviews. You can set up a really inexpensive account and you can get all your reviews sent to you from around the world because Apple will not let you see reviews set outside of your own country. So it's nice to be able to and see thank all that. you for joining us. Yes, definitely thank you for joining us. Remember to find us on Twitter, Facebook. We have both a Facebook group and a fan page. Also, if you look for the Spider Pan on TikTok and Instagram, you can come find me there as well. Uh, also, make sure you check out the Neverland official gaming channel. I've got a lot. I'm trying to get everything caught up. I've got like old streams that were on my personal channel that I'm putting on the gaming channel. I'm starting to slowly build some traction. We had a lot of fun during a Scare Play 2022. Had a lot of Resident Evil and a lot of scary type fun games. And also a lot of Ghostbusters uh, of the new game all on there. Go and make sure you check it out. Remember, we do have a Patreon page. There are exclusives in there. You get to see sometimes videos when I interview some people. And also you get to hear the show without the ads. Patreon.com slash Neverland Podcast. And now, as we say to you at the end of every show, get lost. And an adventure! (laughs) Oh, we're letting Philip say it this time.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.